We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Now the highlights certainly early on. Brunson, another steady handle. Didn't shoot it all that well, but Sarvidas misses. Always 9 of 9 at the foul line. Knicks as a team, 26 of 27, and topping the theatrics. And the Knicks with the victory in preseason game number two, 131-114 here at the Garden. Yeah, the big three carried the team into that man, Opie. Ran amok, showing this stuff in transition, igniting the Knicks. Woo, buddy.
This should be a fun one. What's going on, Knicks fans? GMAC in the building or on your screens. Here to recap a thrilling 131-114 preseason victory for the New York Knicks. Um, it's funny because for most of this game, I was struggling with how to start and who to start with. And I got to a point with um, I got to a point in the first half where it was like, all right, so this is probably gonna be a commentary on how deep this team is. Like you score 46 points in a quarter and you're getting contributions from the starting five spread across the board. And then the bench coming in, looking like they're a cohesive unit, even though they were kind of a man down, like Tibbs experimented with that, that three, three kind of point guard shooting guard lineup with Rose uh, McBride and, uh, and quickly. And yet it was still working. And I, I thought we'd start with that. And then sometimes a hero emerges and that hero tonight is Obi Toppin. Uh, a lot of the consternation this offseason, at least from my end, with Julius Randle, part of it was that last season was really bad, and part of it was that I just didn't see how he could fully regress to any kind of mean that would be beneficial to this team because he needed the ball. And like to his credit, through two games, at least a game and a half, there is a, a an improvement, at least that I see. Um, that third quarter concerned me, but like the first half, he wasn't forcing anything. He was missing wide open threes and, and like spot up threes, but he wasn't like the focal point of the offense. And I wonder if they were trying some stuff in the third quarter, like let's run the ball through Randall and run the offense through Randall and see just like what this looks like. And, you know, his shooting splits aren't going to look great as a result, but, like, overall, I was like, he, he was fine tonight. And then I was reminded why I was in the camp that the Knicks need to trade this guy, and it should be a priority. It's because they have, in my opinion, a budding potential star. I'm not even saying in the star of, like, could make an all-star team. I did have an overreaction moment. I looked up his sixth man of the year odds. They're plus 6,000. I looked up his... Uh, most improved player odds. They're plus 12.5 thousand. I'm not lighting $100 on fire in either scenario, but when I say star, it's literally just the the guy that causes so much energy that you think of this team, you think of Obi Toppin. Like whether or not he's ever going to generate enough offense on his own is a whole different story, but that breakaway dunk through the legs was like the first of his dunks that was impressive tonight. And then you add in a full a full shooting line tonight of 24 points, 10 of 14 from the field on four of seven from three. And look, he, he got the, the 20 minutes that we're all asking for. Man, what, what I love to see with, with 36 minutes and out of Obi Toppin look like. I know there's going to be ups and downs. I know he still has a lot to work on on defense. He's much better than the, the rookie that we saw two years ago. Thank you, Tom Thibodeau. But I also would love to see like 35 minutes of Obi Toppin or at least 24 minutes of Obi Toppin, Tom Thibodeau. So um, just a fun night for Obi, and it's good to see that he's picking up where he left off from last season. As far as the rest of the game, there's really not much to the, the Pacers are going to be in the Wembenyama sweepstakes, I think. At least, um, good night from R.J. Barrett, uh, 18 points on 15 shots, which, 
I mean, he missed his last couple of shots, so that line could have been better. But uh, I like that he's taking advantage of the corner threes again, or at least the 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 pick and pops that he took advantage of two seasons ago. Like that, it, I'll take a four from seven from three night from R.J. Barrett anytime. Um, 18 points plus 15 in the box score. Jalen Brunson, man. So I was texting John, who is on vacation, by the way. Shout out to John Macri, who has is on a much deserved vacation at the moment. Um, and we were texting because, of course, on his vacation, he's watching the Knicks. Um, and I said, like, because he also is in the camp of Jalen Brunson's going to make the All Star team this year. And I was saying to him, like, what they had the last two years of point guard is probably why things things were so tension filled in the fan base, at least. Like there was always a lineup that we were so terrified when it, they came back in, and it's because of who was running the offense. Year one, it was Alfred Payton slash making every long two ever Julius Randall, and Randall made all the twos, and like we enjoyed when he did, but we were all frustrated with Alfred Payton and. Loved when Derrick Rose had those last those last six weeks of the season and we were able to enjoy it for a while. And then last season, I don't need to tell you what happened with Kemba or point guard Alec Burks, but there was always a frustration when your point your starting point guard came back into the game. And this season, I don't think we're gonna have that once. Our best player is our starting point guard. Here's a hot take. Jalen Brunson, he's good. Like really good. Dallas, you probably should have kept him. Good lord. Um like a quiet night, four of twelve. Like not a good shooting shooting night. Uh, not a good like overall. Uh, he was zero for one from three, and yet nine and nine at the free throw line and ends up with seventeen points on twelve shots. Like we haven't seen that from our starting point guard in a long time. Maybe since the guy that was now a friend of the pod and was on the show uh, today, Mr. Jeremy Lin. Um, and look, I I just want to like highlight. Randall again that first half I was like I didn't like that he was like one of five from three but he wasn't forcing anything and like 15 seven and four when you ignore the efficiency of one of seven from three is like you'll take it from who ends up being your fourth best player tonight um yeah I I, I do wonder I, I know we're it's wishful thinking that the OB Randall minutes distribution is going to be 22 to 21 and they're going to be that close throughout the year. But look, if OB Toppin plays like this during the regular season, you're going to have to play him because he's going to help you win games. Um, and I'll take it if Randall's playing within himself and not forcing stuff. The, that's the thing. I'm. It's why I'm kind of high on the Knicks this year. If you saw our, our, our episode with me, John and Jeremy on, on Monday, there's a reason for a lot of optimism. I know this offseason seemed to feel like a downer in some places, but the basketball makes sense. They have two very good units in the starting five and the bench five. And you can go even deeper if Deuce wants to come in. Cam, I know. Look, Cam Hive, he got the start tonight. One of seven. The one was outstanding, a, an up and under when Randall passed it to him on a weird angle. But... um. I, I really hope it happens for you. I think the Wembenyama sweepstakes may come a calling, and a team will just want to give Cam 36, 40 minutes a night so he can like, get high usage, what he wants to play. Uh, I don't see a world where Cam is uh, playing a lot of minutes on this team when Grimes and Fournier are healthy. But look, it didn't obviously didn't cost the team tonight. Uh, he also, I think, would have fit really well in that second unit. Um, and that I also think is why the why Tibbs went to uh, Deuce at the three 
instead of like starting quickly, you know, um, he wanted to see what that that lineup looked like, which, you know, you'll take it's preseason. You're working stuff out. Last but not least, Emmanuel quickly, who I did want to get to start tonight, but I didn't expect him to get to start tonight. Um, six, six career starts for Emmanuel quickly. I've, I've given up on it, uh, but 17 points off the bench, 17, three and three um, in that late third quarter when the Pacers were actually making this like a single digit game before the Knicks ran away with it in the, the late third and the, the early fourth. Um, quickly hit a big three. And Tom Piccolo over at, uh, at John Boy for Talking Knicks has a, a, a thing he calls the quickly. And it's when he hits a three that forces the opposing coach to hit a timeout. And I was ready because he hit two in a row. And that was like, oh, the quickly's about to happen. And Look, when he's hitting shots, he's he's a danger. He's my pick for sixth man of the year. At least he's going to finish top three, I think I said, for sixth man of the year this year. Although we might have something to say about that. Um, the vibes are immaculate right now here with the Knicks. Two good wins, two convincing wins against teams that you should be better than this season. Um, yeah, the good good night all around for for the Knickerbockers. Shout out to Justin, Mr. JP, who is working the controls, is going to post all the super chats. Let's get into them. I'm sure this is going to be a fun night talking about a New York team that wears orange and blue and showed up for their game tonight. First up, Matt, Aussie Knicks fan. Obi is him. That's right. Toby Obi Toppin is him. He is him indeed. Dan Hidalgo, you're up next. Thank you for the contribution. This team is going to overachieve. Bonafide pros. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I have like... A, a gambling group chat and they asked me the over for the Knicks, why I'm so confident. And it only got solidified more by watching that alien from, from France this week and how a lot of people like Zach, here's my drinking game. Zach Lowe and Bill Simmons talked today, like the best prospect they've seen since LeBron, maybe better than LeBron. Uh, he like biologically doesn't, makes sense to me it's like someone took kevin durant in 2k and like you know how you can adjust with a creative player like turn their height all the way up that's that's when Binyama. like he has durant's game but also rudy gobert's blocking skills and i i i'm not surprised if we're gonna see a lot of teams decide even if it's not before the season with about 40 games left to turn into the portland trailblazers and it's like all right we will win five games the rest of the year and the Knicks will not choose to do that. So I almost wonder if they'll be able to take advantage of these teams that do that because they're actually going to try and win every game. Uh, but bona fide, I'll take it, Dan. Team, this team is going to overachieve, and I'll, I'll take a team that overachieves. Um, next up, Blood of the Panther. I knew you was coming. Hashtag Ovi Avengers. Hashtag free Ovi. Get them all out tonight, guys. This is an Ovi Toppin uh, Hive uh, celebration tonight. Uh, next up, Carolina Knicks fan. Obi, let me show y'all why I think I won the why I won the dunk contest last year, and probably should won it the last two seasons, but we were still figuring out how to judge dunk contest two years ago. Um, good comment. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. <laughs> JD Sports Talk. Uh, shout out to my man JD over at uh, over at Knicks Fan TV. Uh, a bunch of eye emojis and then a bunch of faces with zippers. I believe this is in reference to Cam Reddish because you're in the Cam Hive and he had a pretty bad night in a an emergency start. I feel for you, man. That's obviously the only thing that you're you're referencing right now is that. So uh, thank you, J.D. I hope things are going well over there. Uh, Love Brunson. This is from Anthony Sixto. Love Brunson using a combo of muscle and quick space creation to manipulate the paint. Who do you think will benefit most when teams collapse, start to collapse on Brunson? Hashtag Brun DMC. That's amazing. Hashtag Brun New York. Hashtag LeBrun. (laughs) Didn't think you could top Brun DMC. And then you did. Well done. Anthony Sixto. Who do I think will will uh, benefit most? I think we saw it tonight. There were some kickouts to to RJ at times. Like what we got from Randall that that year that he was Larry Bird for uh, at least uh, splits wise he was Larry Bird. Um, there was a lot of penetrate and kick to the to the corners, whether it be to Reggie Bullock or RJ, and RJ feasted on these wide open looks, and it's why his his three-point percentage is over 40%. And now that like Jalen Brunson can be that guy that penetrates and kicks and makes a defense collapse, you're going to see RJ get a lot of wide-open looks this season, whether it's in the corner or on the wings. Like You saw it tonight. And, man, if Randall can can take advantage of it. Fournier, see, look, I'm in favor of Grimes starting over Fournier. But for Fournier to be another guy in the starting five that – like when can benefit from it. And the, it's, it's the same guy that hit more threes than anybody in the NBA after January 1st. 
Like the Knicks will benefit more than that because Fournier is on the court. And what I was saying about Randall, man, these one for seven three point nights are frustrating because like five of those threes were wide open. At least three were out of that much because that was my thoughts. Like, ugh, these are open looks. You want him to take it, but man, you. If he turns into a 34% three-point shooter, this team's going to be so much better than we expected them to be. Um, but good comment. I, Brunson being the focal point and being like worthy of being the focal point will be an advantage for them to, to at least take, in, take it, something for them to take advantage of this season. Good comment, Anthony. Hush Zoo sucks for Randall. Even if he has a neutral night, people will be screaming for OV. I didn't help that at all. I opened the show with this. It's prevalent. This front office has to do something about this. Great Jeremy Lin interview. Enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> trade Randall. <laughs> Sucks for Randall. Trade Randall. That's the sandwich that you just created. Uh, thank you for your comments about the Jeremy Lin interview. Obviously, that's not... I produced it and and booked it, but like, shout out to John for uh, for asking. He did all the research and asking such like really good questions and getting a lot out of Jeremy a little behind the scenes. I think I said this on the pod, but John went over in time and Jeremy was fine with it. John, wa Jeremy wanted to stick around for like an hour if he could, but he had like a bunch of back to back to back to back. Um, I also want to clarify. There's a cut in the middle of it. And my, my cousin asked me, I want to know what was cut out when he was talking about Kobe. Um, as he mentioned in the, in the interview, he was doing the interview, uh, the, the entire like zoom call from hotel Wi-Fi. Uh, so on an iPad, so his connection, like he just completely froze on the screen and we, I jumped in and like said, let's reset. And that's what the code, it's also why his framing changes in that moment. But um, a surreal moment, shout out to our, our new friends over at HBO for, for making that happen and for, for helping us get that. I did an interview with the director of the short film that comes out on, on Tuesday, uh, Frank Chi. Uh, the film 38 at the Garden. Uh, so you get to hear from him on Tuesday morning here on this podcast feed and on this YouTube channel. Um, so, yeah, I think you're all going to enjoy the the doc. I think you're going to enjoy the film. And I hope you enjoy this this trip down memory lane. It, it matches the good vibes currently with the franchise. Uh, and I'm right there with you. Trade Randall. Um, I, I really do wonder if this team is playing well. And OB is a big reason why if they decide to to – pull the trigger i just don't know i know who the team is charlotte's if if they're smart they'll try to get into the Wimbanyama sweepstakes so i don't know why they're trading for a guy with four years left on his deal or at least three plus now oh, it's no longer four years uh good comment hush zoo uh <laughs> kevin danishevsky i am sad andrew are you also in the cam hive no kevin what what on earth could you be sad about uh, but I have hope in this NYK team. I also have hope in this NYK team. I don't have championship hope. I have home play-in game hope for this Knicks team. Uh, I am sad too, Kevin. Um, I don't know. I don't know why though. I, I, I stopped watching baseball years ago, so I definitely isn't about baseball anyway. Um, Brian Benjamin, curious to see Obi and Jalen together. Yeah, we didn't get that tonight, did we? And I really only think the time we get that. Unless, look, Tibbs, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Experiment in the preseason. Let Randall get a rest night and see what this looks like with Obi and, uh, and Jalen together. Um, I don't think we're going to get it 
similar to the oh here's Claudio Casino line 100 minutes together of OB and uh oh you know what I'd have to make that higher it'd have to be like 500 minutes because it's like a, a an injury to Randall and OB passes that in three games but I'd love to see it together too uh he has a chemistry with quickly though that is working so you're almost okay with it for now but yeah good comment I'd love to see OB and, and Jalen together SB Gorilla, I'm tired of all the Obi hate. He is going to be good. Best floor runner in the NBA, hands down. If someone is better, tell me. I'll wait. Obi has fast break buckets dropping out of his pockets. Who's hating Obi Toppin? That is, that's definitely not this channel. This is the, the Obi Hive. Obi's Avengers here at Nick's Film School. Um, yeah, I, I whoever is hating on Obi Toppin, I hold this L tonight, please. I, I don't know who is who is hating on Obi Toppin. Uh, and of course, Robert Cross, GMAC the legend. What's up, Robert? RJ Barrett, greater than Donovan Mitchell with 20 within 24 months. At least you, you gave me two years for him to get there. Uh count it. Hashtag 53 wins. You could have went Obi Toppin greater than Donovan Mitchell. At least it would have fit the theme of the night. Um, I love the optimism, Robert. Yes. Uh, RJ's got Hall of Fame written all over him. And look, I'm, I'm not putting the ceiling on the kid. Maybe you will be. Uh, but yeah, good, good comment, Robert. Very, very on brand. Um, that's it. Okay. Wow. Very quick post game tonight, guys. I love it. Um, hope you all had a good night. Uh, I'm just going to end the bit now. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sad Mets fan at the moment. I have been watching the game on the second screen tonight and fucking hate that they're even playing right now because, man, it choked this division away in September. I don't think they collapsed. I don't think you, you, you tip your cap when a World Series champ catches you in the standings. Um, I... I I, the, I can't anymore. The, this this is why Mets fans have a sports version of PTSD, because, and I was telling I was telling Oz this, and I was telling JB, founder of Nick's Film School, like the blueprint was challenged last weekend. You know, like they went in to Atlanta with their three best guys, and I had so much confidence. Like they're as this is the this is how the Mets are going to win the World Series with these three guys carrying us. And they got their teeth kicked in. And all of the positive spin that I agree with, this is one of the, the better statistical teams that they've ever had. Just like, it didn't matter. All of the advantages I thought they were going to have didn't matter. Edwin Diaz, best closer in baseball this year. You can't put him in if you don't have a lead. Pete Alonso, uh, Francisco Lindor, two of the best individual seasons, uh, offensive seasons that Ahmed has had. Four singles. Like the, the Mets are a team of singles, which is great for like a Vegas bachelor party, but not for a pennant race. I, I the vibes are very high for the New York Knicks right now, but they are not for the other team that I spent a lot of time rooting for. But we'll see. Um, we'll see over the next few days. That'll do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm recording with Jeremy on Sunday night. I told him it was going to be based around the. Uh, the Mets score of uh, Mets games three. Like, we can we record after it? Um, who knows if we even get to that game? Um, but I'll I'll go with some confidence that uh, Jeremy and I will be back at least Monday morning for all of you. We're going to talk about our preseason 
overreactions so far. Um, John and I will be back because then because John's on vacation now. Then Jeremy goes on vacation. We've got a lot of good Patreon content coming out. We've got our over-unders out right now for the East and Western Conference. I will say that the Eastern Con- these over-unders came out. We recorded them before this week. So they were done before we got to see what Victor Wambanyama looked like and potentially what the unders should be um, because teams might start shamelessly tanking at a certain point. Uh, and then we also, I don't know if it'll matter to over-unders, but I took the Warriors over and I've, geez, after what's going on at that, that camp right now, I have no idea if uh, the shot heard around the world in the NBA uh, matters to their over-under win projection. But uh, go check that out if you'd like to. Um, go ahead, Justin. I see it. Um, there's one more Super Chat comment. Robert Cross, GMAC, you got to believe. Robert, I love you. This is not directed at you. You got to believe being the Mets slogan is the most misappropriated slogan for a franchise that's ever existed. Every season but two in their franchise history has ended in disappointment. The two are in 1986 when it's more about the forces at work with the Red Sox than it was anything that the Mets did. And in 1969, which is known by many as a miracle. So I got to believe in a miracle that happens once every 60 years. I'll pass. So what I got to believe in is that this owner that came here to change everything is going to have a $400 million payroll next year. That's what you got to believe in. Having said that, maybe the Claudio Jinx works magic and the Mets are about to win 13 straight, but um, I I don't count on it. Anyway, Patreon content. We've got it ready for you. We've got a Discord now for those of you that want to join us on Discord. Um, We have like a bunch of side channels in there where we talk about other sports and talk about movies and talk about our favorite Knicks ever. It's available for all all Ewing, Mello, and Monroe tier patrons. John and I are doing our predictions this week on Patreon. We're also doing um, a wins draft like we did last year with Chris and Benji. Uh, and a lot of good content over at Patreon, which the link to that is in the description below. Um, that'll do it for this episode of the post game live stream. Thank you to the New York Knicks for being a fun team to watch play their sport tonight. Uh, have a great week. Oh, one last thing I got to plug if you're on Twitter and enjoy Twitter spaces, KFS study hall with uh, Mr. Sean with a W, and Mr. Chris Percy tomorrow, I believe at 10. Either 10 or 11 a.m. Set your alerts for KFS's Twitter account. So whenever we go live on Spaces. And you'll be notified when they go live tomorrow morning. Going to be a lot to celebrate and talk about. So if you want to join as part of the show, you can. If you want to listen to the post game, it'll be available. Listen to the Spaces. It'll be available on the, the KFS pod feed the next day. And until next time, thank you for watching, everybody. And have a good weekend. Stay safe. And we'll speak with you soon. 